0: Welcome to the Covenant People's Ministry. Jesus once told Satan that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. We invite you to study the scriptures with us to learn about the words of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Our pastor is Mr. Jeremy Visser from Brooks, Georgia. You can contact us with your questions and comments at covenantpeoplesministry.org or simply write to Covenant People's Ministry, Post Office Box 256, Brooks, Georgia 30205. If you desire, you can also follow us on YouTube and Twitter. We would like to hear from you, and we pray in the name of Jesus Christ that His will will continue to reign upon us all. Once again, welcome to the Covenant People's Ministry, and here is Pastor Visser with our next Bible study.
1: Hello, this is Pastor Visser, and the topic is, The Morning Stars, Part 3. Beloved, we began this series about angels by examining both Michael and Gabriel, who graced the pages of both the Old and New Testaments. Much like the archangel Michael, Gabriel appears to Daniel having the appearance of a man with the ability to fly swiftly, as you can read in Daniel chapter 8, verse 15, or Daniel chapter 9, verse 21. This was, of course, about 600 years before he made his declaration of the coming Messiah to the Virgin Mary. Thus, it's impossible that Gabriel was a mortal man. Furthermore, Jesus teaches that angels are immortal in Luke chapter 20 verse 36, further obliterating any attempt by those who wish to claim the angelic host are regular men. More information on angelic beings and evil spirits can be found in the CPM sermon, Tactics of the Lawless One. In the second part, we scrutinize both fallen angels and the mixing Nephilim that brought about the flood in Noah's day. This third discourse will investigate the host of heaven and several counterfeit doctrines from modern Sadducees that are easily shattered by looking into Jesus' own dealings with angels. Hopefully, by this point, the authenticity of cherubim is becoming clearer. In Scripture, the term host of heaven often applies to the innumerable company of angels, and because of this, God is often referred to as Yahweh, the God of hosts, or something similar. For example, Psalm 148, verse 2 states, Quote, Praise ye him, all his angels. Praise ye him, all his hosts. End quote. And Psalm 33, verse 6 testifies, Quote, by the word of Yahweh were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. End quote. This further explains why on the sixth day of creation, quote, the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. End quote. That's found in Genesis chapter 2, verse 1. The angel that appeared to Joshua by Jericho to aid him in warfare appeared in the form of a man, telling him, quote, as a captain of the host of Yahweh am I now come, end quote. Like Abraham when he was visited by angels in Genesis chapter 18 verse 2, Joshua, quote, fell on his face to the earth and did worship, end quote, proving this wasn't a simple man. Moreover, similar to Moses with the angel at the burning bush as you can read in Exodus chapter 3 verses 2 through 5, quote, the captain of Yahweh's host said unto Joshua, Loose thy shoe from off thy foot, for the place whereon thou standest is holy. End quote. That's Joshua chapter 5, verses 13 through 15. When the three Magi were visited by an angel of the Lord and told about the birth of Jesus, quote, Suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, good will towards men. End quote. Only after the angels had gone away into heaven did the wise men begin their journey towards Bethlehem to find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. You can read all about that in Luke chapter 2, verses 11 through 15.
0: Thank you for listening to the Covenant People's Ministry broadcast. If you have enjoyed hearing the message of the gospel and would like to be a part of our fellowship, or receive quarterly newsletters where you can order Pastor Visser's CD sermons, be sure to write to us at CPM, Post Office Box 256, Brooks, Georgia, 30205. You can also visit us on the web at covenantpeoplesministry.net, where our extensive audio section features numerous broadcasts, or you can easily listen to Pastor Visser by Godcast through your mobile audio device. Our sermons and videos are made possible by your tithes and offerings. If you wish to support this ministry, make checks or money orders payable to Covenant People's Ministry. Your donations help us to reach the lost sheep of the house of Israel, wherever they may be found. Remember that Jesus Christ is our all, and is in all that have been renewed in His Holy Spirit. So we hope that you will allow Him to lead your life And help to build his church so that when he returns, he will find faith upon this earth. We urge you to be a living example of Christian faith and apply his words to your lives. It has been a pleasure to have you with us, and now we will return to Pastor Visser's Bible study message.
1: To put it bluntly, angels were present throughout the entire life of Jesus Christ. Naturally, The opposite of Yahweh's blameless angels are Satan's own minions, which will be covered in detail in an upcoming part of this series. Still, the prophet Enoch spent a great deal of time teaching about fallen angels, stating that the spirits of their vanquished Nephilim became devils or unclean spirits who were able to cause general mischief and torture mankind. When speaking about the creation of demons and their primary origins, the prophet Enoch taught in the book of Enoch, chapter 15, Verses 8 through 12, quote, Giants, who are produced from the spirits and flesh, shall be called evil spirits upon the earth, and on the earth shall be their dwelling. Evil spirits have proceeded from their bodies, because they are born from men, and from the holy watchers is their beginning and primal origin. They shall be evil spirits on earth, and evil spirits shall they be called. As for the spirits of heaven, in heaven shall be their dwelling. But as for the spirits of the earth, which were born upon the earth, on the earth shall be their dwelling. And the spirits of the giants afflict, oppress, destroy, attack, do battle, and work destruction on the earth, and cause trouble. They take no food, but nevertheless hunger and thirst, and cause offenses. And these spirits shall rise up against the children of men, and against the women, because they have proceeded from them." This teaching certainly aligns with Jesus' own teachings with demons in the New Testament, explaining why he made them subject to his true believers in Luke chapter 10, verse 19. In a sense, those who dismiss the reality of the spiritual realm also forfeit a portion of their own power through Yahweh's own guardian angels. Christ teaches the concept of guardian angels when he says, Take heed that ye despise not one of these little ones, for I say unto you, that in heaven their angels do always behold the face of my Father which is in heaven, end quote. That's Matthew chapter 18, verse 10. As Christians, we have the power to petition Yahweh in prayer for additional protection through His angels, which have knowledge of earthly affairs. You can read all about that in Luke chapter 15, verses 7 through 10, 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 21, and the first epistle of Peter, chapter 1, verse 12. Still... This practice can often lead to the dangerous act of angel veneration that has practically engulfed the unholy Roman Catholic Church. For further clarity, read CPM's Beware of False Prophets. For example, the Ark of the Covenant had a mercy seat protected by two angels as you can read in Exodus chapter 25 verses 17 through 22 and Hebrews chapter 9 verse 5. This was placed under two greater angels in Solomon's temple, which had numerous cherubim lining the walls in the form of plentiful carvings and tapestries. You can read about that in 1 Kings chapter 6 verse 29, 1 Kings chapter 8 verse 6, and 2 Chronicles chapter 3 verses 10 through 14. In short, Yahweh of hosts is generally found in the middle of his morning stars. Yet after the crucifixion, quote, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom, end quote, meaning that man now had direct access to God himself through Jesus' blood sacrifice. Read about that in Matthew chapter 27 verse 51. This is because after his resurrection the Messiah had, quote, gone into heaven and is on the right hand of God, angels and authorities and powers being made subject unto him, end quote that's found in 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 22. There is no access to the throne of Yahweh except through Jesus Christ as you can read in John chapter 14 verse 6. And no power given to man outside his precious name as proven in Ephesians chapter 1 verses 20 through 23. Paul taught in Acts chapter 23 verse 8 that quote, the Sadducees say that there is no resurrection, neither angel nor spirit, end quote. And such pitiful creatures still exist today pushing their false doctrines. Most likely it's not because they're indwelled with the Holy Spirit of Yahweh for one reason or another, most likely sin. Thus dogma against the spirit world or angels manifest itself through deceived and unclean men. Point and case. False prophets generally take the simple and make it more complex, while the genuine teacher has the ability to make the complicated more clear-cut.
0: Thank you for listening to the Covenant People's Ministry broadcast. If you have enjoyed hearing the message of the gospel and would like to be a part of our fellowship or receive quarterly newsletters where you can order Pastor Visser's CD sermons, be sure to write to us at CPM, Post Office Box 256, Brooks, Georgia 30205. You can also visit us on the web at covenantpeoplesministry.net where our extensive audio section features numerous broadcasts Or you can easily listen to Pastor Visser by GodCast through your mobile audio device. Our sermons and videos are made possible by your tithes and offerings. If you wish to support this ministry, make checks or money orders payable to Covenant People's Ministry. Your donations help us to reach the lost sheep of the house of Israel, wherever they may be found. Remember that Jesus Christ is our all, and is in all that have been renewed in His Holy Spirit so we hope that you will allow him to lead your life and help to build his church so that when he returns, he will find faith upon this earth. We urge you to be a living example of Christian faith and apply his words to your lives. It has been a pleasure to have you with us, and now we will return to Pastor Visser's Bible study message.
1: A common tactic among the modern no-devil crowd is to dismiss little angels and demons by claiming Satan's name means opponent. An angel only means messenger, and both are correct by way of Strong's concordance. The fact that Christians can allow themselves to be seduced into this faulty logic is what's known as mania, because it stems from maniacal men who seemingly can't read. The real meaning of Satan, at least according to Strong's exhaustive concordance, is Satan, the arch enemy of good, and that's exactly what he is. Satan himself was once the protector of Yahweh's mercy seat, which is why he usually twists and maligns the law of God. Here's a quote from CPM's anointed cherub that covereth that further proves this point. Quote, Interesting of note is the fact that Satan had tabarets and pipes indwelled within his deity at creation. Through Cain's seed eventually comes Jubal, who is considered to be, quote, the father of all as such, handled the harp and organ, end quote that's found in Genesis chapter 4, verse 21. Lucifer's knowledge of Yahweh's law is certainly unparalleled, as he is once the protector of it, and it's for this cause that he was initially created perfect, or the full pattern. He is adorned with nine jewels, all of which are found in the high priest's breastplate, as you can read in Exodus chapter 28, verses 17 through 20. Yet strangely, they're all disordered, with the third row missing. Most likely seated directly across from Michael in the very mercy seat of God, Satan was once the anointed cherub that covers with overshadowing wings, as you can read in Exodus chapter 25, verses 17 through 22. Yahweh casts this angel from his presence at Sinai, and another guardian angel drives him from the midst of the stones of fire, meaning the aforementioned jewels. This sense of brightness is also found in the very name of Lucifer, which means light bearer. Ironically, this also makes Satan an inferior father of lights. More information on Satan's fall from his initial state can be obtained by reading CPM's sermon, Anointed Cherub, that covereth. It's derogatory to Jesus Christ to suggest that the devil and his angels aren't supernatural, as he accepted and taught the doctrine of heavenly hosts verbatim from the Old Testament. After his temptation by Satan, quote, angels came and ministered unto him, end quote, as you can read in Matthew chapter 4 verse 11 and Mark chapter 1 verse 13, And furthermore, during his passion, quote, there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him, end quote. That's found in Luke chapter 22, verse 43. Wouldn't a false prophet desiring to be a God himself just love to teach that mere men could coach the Redeemer of Israel, giving him strength instead? No, my friend, it works the other way. God strengthens us. After the crucifixion, angels were present at the tomb of Jesus, as you can read in Matthew chapter 28, verses 2 through 6. And they were also at the ascension, as you can read in Acts chapter 1, verse 11. Paul taught in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 7, that at the second dawn, quote, the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels, end quote. Further confirming the literal teachings of Christ about returning with his angelic host to sever the wicked from the land. You can read more about Jesus' words on this matter in Matthew chapter 25, verse 31, and Mark chapter 8, verse 38. This only makes sense because even the law of Yahweh was given to Moses by the hand of angels, as you can read in Exodus chapter 3, verse 2, and Acts chapter 7, verse 53. At the great judgment of Yahweh, being a Sadducee that rejects literal angels, resurrection, or the spirit world is a bad place to be. Jesus warned against them in Matthew chapter 16, verses 6 through 12, and John the Immerser rebuked them in Matthew chapter 3, verses 7 through 9, and Luke chapter 3, verses 7 through 9, because they all teach there's no life after death. For more insight into all of this, read Matthew chapter 22, verses 23 through 34, Mark chapter 12, verses 18 through 27, and Luke chapter 20, verses 27 through 40. Sadducees also persecute genuine Christian believers, as you can read in Acts chapter 4, verses 1 through 3, and Acts chapter 5, verses 17 through 33. Be on guard against those who create fictitious doctrines along these lines. Nothing good can come from such teachings. Admittedly, a pastor could preach indefinitely on the reality of angels as found in the scriptures. Their authenticity is so strong that throughout history there have even been numerous cults dedicated to the worship of angels, causing Yahweh to strictly prohibit such activities in his law. As Jude verse 4 confirms, certain men who've crept in unawares have made it their position to discredit the established teachings of Christian identity, the Bible, and similar doctrines accepted by the Messiah himself, until their silence. This series will continue until the 8th part.
0: Thank you for listening to the Covenant People's Ministry broadcast. If you have enjoyed hearing the message of the Gospel and would like to be a part of our fellowship or receive quarterly newsletters where you can order Pastor Visser's CD sermons, be sure to write to us at CPM, Post Office Box 256, Brooks, Georgia 30205. You can also visit us on the web at covenantpeoplesministry.net where our extensive audio section features numerous broadcasts, or you can easily listen to Pastor Visser by GodCast through your mobile audio device. Our sermons and videos are made possible by your tithes and offerings. If you wish to support this ministry, make checks or money orders payable to Covenant People's Ministry. Your donations help us to reach the lost sheep of the house of Israel, wherever they may be found. Remember that Jesus Christ is our all and is in all that have been renewed in his Holy Spirit. So we hope that you will allow him to lead your life and help to build his church so that when he returns, you will find faith upon this earth. We urge you to be a living example of Christian faith and apply his words to your lives. It has been a pleasure to have you with us, and now we will return to Pastor Visser's Bible Study Message.
1: It's practically laughable that some false prophets spend so much time attempting to discredit what's plainly written in the Word of God. It's almost like they wish to leave large volumes of literature that testifies to their own blindness and ignorance, hoping that other misguided souls will follow suit. There are many mysteries in the Bible which can lead to a deeper understanding of the spirit world, but perhaps no mystery so confusing as to why so-called Christians deny its ability to save all of Israel even when it's taken at face value. In the next part of this ongoing series, we'll be examining the numerous laws provided by Yahweh in both the Old and New Testaments that prohibit the worship of angels. We'll also study the appearance of archangels in the King James Apocrypha who appear over 77 times, even being called by their proper names like Raphael and Uriel. Tobit chapter 12 verse 15 states that Raphael is, quote, one of the seven holy angels... Which present the prayers of the saints. End quote. From the overall theme of the Apocrypha, he's also God's agent who heals and frees mankind from bondage, even though it's not until the end of the book that this man quote unquote, reveals he's a mystical angel. Enoch states that, quote, Raphael is one of the holy angels who is over the spirits of men, end quote. and also, quote, he who presides over every suffering and every wound of the Son of Man is the holy Raphael. End quote. Read about that in first Enoch chapter twenty verse three and chapter forty verse nine. Raphael is one of the four angels that will cast Sataniel, named Azrael in this text, and his many minions, quote, into a furnace of blazing fire, that the Lord of Spirits may be avenged of them for their crimes. End quote. That's found in first Enoch chapter fifty three verse six. Oddly it is claimed that according to the book of the war the sons of light with the sons of darkness from the dead sea scrolls sect of text the sons of light go into battle with the names of several angels including Raphael on their shields according to the apophical book of 2nd Ezra the angel Uriel is Ezra's teacher director and an interpreter of earthly mysteries the prophet Enoch wrote that quote Uriel is one of the holy angels who is over clamor, commotion, and terror. End quote. That's 1st Enoch chapter 20 verse 2. Uriel also appears in Milton's Paradise Lost where he is the region of the sun and sharpest sighted spirit of all in heaven. Furthermore, he is credited alongside the archangel Michael to have taught man to bury their dead for the reason that, quote, the angels Michael and Uriel buried Adam and Abel in the parts of paradise before the eyes of Seth and his mother Michael and his mother. And Michael and Uriel said, Just as ye have seen, in like manner, bury your dead. End quote. That's a commandment, and it's also found in the book of Adam and Eve, chapter 48, verses 6 through 7. It's my prayer that this sermon helps to establish God's kingdom on earth and touches those who require assistance against the imposters working against us. War for Christ. Amen. Covenant
0: People's Ministry Thank you for listening to this message. We hope that you have enjoyed studying with us. Remember the words that Christ has given, that wherever two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. We hope that you will gather together with us at the online ministry's website, which is covenantpeoplesministry.com, and share your Christian testimonies or ask questions and enjoy biblical fellowship. You can also order CDs of Pastor Visser's Bible Studies, and enjoy many other Christian resources through the church's website, or write to Covenant People's Ministry, Post Office Box 256, Brooks, Georgia, 30205. We thank you for your prayers and offerings, and pray that all of you have been touched by these messages, and continue to spread the word of the gospel with your friends and family. Thanks again, and may the love of Christ abide in you and yours forever and ever. Amen.